We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Speaking of businesses, uh, are there any businesses out there that want to make money? Uh, It does not appear to me that there are many, or nearly as many as there used to be. You all know about the uh, Bud Light free-for-all from the top of the beer sales statistics. Since they partnered with uh, fake woman Dylan Mulvaney, Uh, now this week, Miller Lite, which you would think would go, look at Bud Light, a bunch of idiots, we're going to benefit from this, no, Miller Lite made a commercial about women being the backbone of the beer industry and how deplorable it was for Miller years ago. Tastes great, less filling. Remember those ads? Which often featured women scantily clad. Remember, it's advertising. I'm not commenting on the morality of the ads. I'm commenting on the success of the ads. Marketing, the idea is to market your product, sell more of your product, appeal to people in ways that will make them buy more of your product. And if it comes down to whether or not you're going to sell a product or whether or not you're going to uh, obey cancel culture and stay within the woke lines that they draw for you, well, you can stay within the woke lines and go out of business or you can... uh, venture outside the woke lines, and do what's always worked. No, Miller Lite decided they were going to disparage traditional beer advertising, and now they are reaping the decline in business because of it. Wait, there's more. Into this idiotic lane steps Adidas, which is now marketing a swimsuit for transgender women. Now, Swimsuits, I know from buying swimsuits for my girls when they were young, are often marketed as unisex. (laughs) They just, I mean, you can buy a swimsuit that is not gender specific. They could make the exact same swimsuit and market it as unisex at Adidas and offend no one because this has been around for years. But instead, they are using a transgender model, fake woman, and marketing the swimsuit as a swimsuit specifically for transgender women, men. I, I, I'll just tell you right now. If there's anybody out there that wants to like make and sell beer, here's how I would do it. We at Fill in the Blank Beer Company believe in freedom of speech the right to bear arms, and if you want to, bear other things. Drink our beer. And I would have like an attractive woman selling the beer because they are selling it primarily to men. The beer would explode in sales. And if that offends you, then reality offends you. 
Now, the Biden administration, of course, denied that they were going to come after your gas stoves. And then they came after your gas stoves. New York, state of New York, outlawing gas stoves in construction, new construction, buildings over seven stories starting, I don't know, three, four or five years from now. Then it was dishwashers, right? No, we're not coming for your dishwasher. And then they're like, well, yeah, maybe we are coming for your dishwasher. Now guess what they're coming for? Chocolate milk in school lunches. Uh, the problem with coming after chocolate, well, the problem with chocolate milk, according to the Biden administration, is it has too much sugar in it. Too much sugar. And so let me get this straight. Kids cannot have the sugar in chocolate milk, but they can take Lupron and other gender-affirming hormones. That's okay. Don't have have the sugar, kids. Here, chemically castrate yourself, boys. (laughs) This is really the position they're staking out Uh, from the Wall Street Journal. Supporters of restricting flavored milk say that it has added sugars that contribute to childhood obesity. See, child obesity is bad unless you're going to cut your breasts off and lose weight. Then it's fine. Uh, Continuing from the Wall Street Journal. Supporters of restricting flavored milk say it has added sugars that contribute to childhood obesity and establishes preferences for overly sweet drinks. But opponents, including the dairy industry and many school districts, say removing chocolate milk will lead to children drinking less milk. Uh Uh-oh. Somebody is afflicted with what appears to be a terminal case of TMCS, which, of course, stands for too much common sense. Here's a quote from Katie Wilson, executive director of the Urban School Food Alliance which represents 18 of the largest school districts in the country. I was going to say, Urban School Alliance tells me she's inner city. (laughs) Watch out. Watch out, Biden administration. Is it possible that chocolate milk, coming after chocolate milk, could be deemed racist? If the Republicans were doing it, it would be. You just don't like milk that isn't white, you racist Ah, but they're not racist because they're Democrats. Here's the quote from Katie of the Urban School Food Alliance. We want to take a product that most kids like that has nine essential nutrients in it and say, you can't drink this. You have to drink plain. What are we what are we trying to prove? Um, Well, I mean, that, that the possibilities for the answer to that question are myriad uh, that you're stupid. That you're uh, a tyrant, that you're a fascist, that you know better than everybody else? I would give credit for any of those answers, any and all. Speaking of Democrats not being racist, uh, the gentleman who served his country nobly in the military and uh, served his country nobly in the FBI to the point where in 2019, Agent Marcus Allen was voted the Charlotte FBI Field Office Agent of the Year Award in 2019. And then in 2020, Joe Biden was elected president 
And Marcus Allen suddenly became a domestic terrorist, according to the people in Washington questioning him today in Capitol Hill. The hearings aren't over yet, so I reserve the right for Democrats to be even stupider than this. But here is Linda Sanchez of California (laughs) questioning Marcus Allen, hero, loyal FBI agent, military hero, questioning him about tweets that she thought provided her a gotcha, except for one (laughs) important fact that she remained blissfully unaware of. You know, Mr. Allen, have you ever used Twitter, yes or no? I have utilized Twitter, yes. Okay, and is your account at Marcus A97050645? That is absolutely not my account. Okay, that's not your account. Well, on December 5th, 2022, an account under the name Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said... That is not my account, ma'am. I... You haven't let me finish the question, sir. Might have been the football player. You haven't let me finish the question. On December, and the time is mine. <laughs> On December fifth, twenty twenty-two, an account under the name of Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, "Quote: Nancy Pelosi staged January sixth retweet. If you agree, end quote. Do you agree with that statement? Yes or no? That that is, I don't. No, ma'am. That's not my account at all." What's your name? Hi, my name is John Wilkes Booth. I know you. You're the guy who killed Kennedy. She's asking him about tweets from an account that is not his. And when he says, that's not my account, she's like, well, do you agree with it? What if he did? What if he did agree with it? Like, she's she's got this gotcha response to her being exposed as a complete moron What if he did agree with it? Is he not allowed to agree with that? Like, First Amendment. He he goes on to say, no, I don't agree with it. But that's leader in the clubhouse for stupid question of the day. Although, there are a lot of questions yet left to be asked, I'm sure. I cut so much audio from this whistleblower thing this morning, and I played only a fraction of it. But I got to play for you. Uh, Florida Representative Kat Kamek. Uh, she takes exception to Democrats claiming that Republicans want to defund police. Uh, I forget what else is in this clip, but uh, Kat Kamek makes a powerful point as three whistleblowers who have been targeted by the FBI who have been um, put through the ringer, denied pay, denied the ability to go find another job. Just some of the harsh treatment they've received for saying, you know, this isn't right, the way we're chasing down January 6th protesters. For instance, did you know know that the FBI partnered with Bank of America to, without a warrant, check the bank records— of people around the country to find out if they were in Washington, D.C., in or around January 6th, as a way to investigate who was there, who was at the Capitol, and who went in. Now, look, I mean, you're the FBI, right? If you can't get a search warrant 
why can't you get the search warrant? Because you're not doing it by legal means. So they just just did it anyway. And Bank of America partnered with them in that endeavor. Now you know why. Florida Representative Kat Kamek was so upset. And as we predicted, our Democrat colleagues have immediately opened up with claims of conspiracy theories, MAGA extremism, mock outrage. Seems the only ones displaying mock outrage up here today are, in fact, the Democrats. Uh, Because according to them, journalists who appear before us aren't journalists, and you here today are not whistleblowers. But we, in fact, know that you are. But uh, interesting times. The line about Republicans defunding police... That one seems to be particularly special because, respectfully, to my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, as the wife of a SWAT medic, as the wife of a first responder currently who has served our community for the last 16 years, I can tell you with certainty that no one, no one hates a bad cop more than a good cop. No one. And I see from you nodding your head that you agree with that sentiment. It is inaccurate and wrong to make that assumption that Republicans want to defund police. It is false. Because forcing a political agenda down the throats of our hardworking men and women of the FBI with the threat and then subsequent follow-through of retaliation because they are whistleblowers, because they didn't want to break the law, because they knew that it was wrong to target Americans without cause, and they swore an oath to the United States Constitution, not to a political party. That makes them whistleblowers. That makes them courageous for coming forward and telling the truth. Now, here's a portion of her questioning of the three whistleblowers and her powerful wrap-up. Once you contacted Congress, you were then suspended. Uh, Your top secret security clearance was then suspended for those protected disclosures to Congress, correct? Correct. That seems like retaliation, no? That's to me. To all our whistleblowers, yes or no, do you believe that the retaliation pattern has a cooling effect on other agents from coming forward or speaking up? Yes or no, Mr. O'Boyle? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Do you believe that the FBI is purposefully hostile to you for that reason to keep agents from speaking up? Yes. Yes. That question. Yes. So I think it's clear we have a pattern here. If you speak up about the abuses you are seeing as an agent or are sharing information that may not fall in line with the FBI's political narrative, you will be suspended without pay, have your security clearance revoked, and your life will be turned upside down. It's pretty clear that the MO is if you don't comply, they will retaliate. If you don't agree with the political agenda, you get suspended. And they do it in such a way to deter others from speaking up and speaking out. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the weaponization of government. That is the weaponization of government. And that is why we are here today. Not because we have a political agenda, not because we are here to uh, go over events of the past. We want to fix it. We have to expose it, stop it, and prevent it from happening again. That is why we are here. These men are whistleblowers. The gentlemen who came before us in previous hearings, they were journalists. And just because you don't address them as such does not mean that they are not who they say they are. They have been retaliated against. And regardless of your party affiliation, this behavior is unacceptable, and we need to stop it. Republicans, Democrats, independents alike, this is a concern we should all share. This is the weaponization of government, and it is our job, our constitutional duty to stop it. Yeah, she's absolutely right about that. But where she is wrong is that this is not a viewpoint that Democrats share. You know, a lot of times we will hear, and I don't remember hearing this when I was younger. I don't even remember hearing this eight years ago. 
When Obama was elected, when Obama was reelected, I don't remember anybody saying, this is the most consequential election in American history. If this election doesn't go a certain way, the country's over and everything we know. But we've heard that the last two elections. And I don't dispute that that's correct, and that's the way I feel about the upcoming election. But why is that true? Why is that true that if Hillary had been elected, or if, and unfortunately he was elected, Joe Biden, that it's the most consequential election? Because Democrats don't believe in the core values of this country. They don't believe in equal protection. They believe they're right, and if you don't believe they're right, then they're going to do whatever they have to do. They're going to go outside search warrant protocol. They're going to identify you as somebody who's not on board, and they're going to count them up. Raid your home if you're a pro-life activist praying outside an abortion clinic. Guns drawn, terrorizing your family. They're going to give you a promotion in the FBI, move you across the country, take away your security clearance the next day, keep your clothes, keep your belongings, not give them back to you. Essentially, engage in a purposeful plan to render you homeless and helpless? They're going to put you in jail because you were on the grounds of the Capitol, even if all you were doing was taking selfies? They're going to put you in jail for two years, three years, not give you a hearing, not give you a trial? In deplorable conditions that if a person from one of their voting districts were housed in prison conditions like the January 6th rioters were housed in, they would attribute it to any one of their myriad straw man phobias out there. Islamophobia, homosexual phobia, this phobia, that phobia. They don't believe. It's not only that they don't believe in the foundations of American greatness. They want to either totally get rid of them or they want to weaponize them and use them against you. So, the battle is joined. The lines are clearly defined. The only choice you have is to either not put up with it and hopefully fight back like these three whistleblowers are fighting back and win... Or give up, hide, and hold out as long as it takes them to find you. Because they'll find you. After they get rid of the people who are on the front lines, what do you think they're going to stop? They don't stop. They don't ever stop. They're going to go until everybody's on board or until everybody's eliminated. That's pretty obvious from the way they've conducted themselves.